This is Ethereal Aeons Activation. If you're new to the channel, I'm Leslie Demai. Everyone else, welcome back. Today, we are going to talk about the initiation process and phases one encounters during spiritualistic phenomena. Whether this is astral traveling, enhancing psychic abilities, shamanic trances and journeying, altered states during rituals, meditations, healing sessions, and psychedelic experiences. So we are all pretty much aware that this realm has been in a spiritual warfare for too long, which leads us to today's topic, advancing during your initiation through the expansion of consciousness in the vast astral realms. So if you feel like you've been attacked, if you're uncertain about your experiences, if you can't really handle them at times, they get really intense understand this is pretty normal, especially when you're beginning. There's the initiation process. So to be born in this third dimensional realm comes with a lot of Archon programming, mass social brainwashing, and being surrounded by sleepers on autopilot. So we have to understand that this place has never really truly promoted spiritual awakening. The only way it can truly occur is through self-initiation, which means you have to go at this initiation process when you're expanding your consciousness in these altered states on your own. No one can hold your hand. You have to be the one that initiates yourself. It's a self-initiation process. You can have guidance, and we have an entire school dedicated to this. Uh, but Again, this is a journey you have to take within yourself. So this makes all of these spiritual powers I just mentioned just that much more difficult to attain. And you better believe there are more obstacles and influences once you're journeying inward as well. Again, this reality is filled with astral pollution and egregores and dark entities. And everything you've ever witnessed has been absorbed within your mind. And it will come up when you're journeying this way. So it's while it's normal, it's not okay. <laughs> it's not okay because you have to learn how to get past this initiation process. And a lot of people will very quickly stay clear away from it as soon as they've hit some bumps. And I can see why. I can see why. But... It's the astral realm, so it's always going to be different. Spiritual warfare doesn't just fade out of existence when you begin to expand your consciousness. In fact, this is when spiritual warfare will be revealed to you. And it happens in so many ways, but we are going to focus on how this manifests during your spiritual practices. Because training in the astral realms is the most powerful and effective way to increase your consciousness, heal, train, and expand. Because our senses are incredibly limited here. And this is the way they've set it up. This is how, you know, the false lay over here has set it up for you to only see 0.05% of the electromagnetic spectrum. Okay, so this is a major constraint to your consciousness, as well as you only hear less than 1% of the acoustic spectrum. So, hello, how can you truly spiritually evolve if you're not entering these altered states? You really can't. 
So if you know what I'm talking about, if you're able to enter altered states, whether it's through meditation, whether it's through lucid dreaming, whether it's through astral traveling, whether it's during your rituals, you know, there are levels to this. To be able to access more of your bandwidth, right, of your sense of what you're able to perceive here, to be able to access more, you need to journey within. So if you feel like you've been attacked or you feel like you're under certain, uh, if you're uncertain about your experiences when you're entering these states, understand it's pretty normal because it's a slippery slope when you enter these realities because instant manifestation is a very real occurrence and it can be constant. So your thoughts fluctuate and you can encounter a negative entity. You can go from a blissed out state into a hell realm where you're having to face something that you are deeply afraid of. So when you quickly shift this way, you can drown in the sea of your subconscious mind or external forces attacking you. The ability of your conscious mind to direct your focus is the most important power that we have. Deciding what thoughts you will allow into your mind will determine your outcome in this reality and in any other reality that you journey to especially. So this ability to wield your focus on the intended outcome during these experiences, during, you know, when you're manifesting, it can be used for anything. We see the dark forces using this exact modality to enforce their agenda on an entire realm. So it can be used for evil or it can be used for good. But understand that this is a very real superpower and you can use your ability to tame the mind for good. To tame the mind all in the name of spiritual sovereignty. Practice, practicing this isn't easy because you have to, it's, it's almost like trying to knock down the bowling pins, but then more keep coming up. Sure, you could have knocked, knocked down all the pins, but boom, there comes that little machine just automatically placing more down in front of you. Well, guess what? Another ball rolls down and you strike out and you strike. Or I don't even know what they say, but you know what I mean. <laughs> you know, so it's that same thing. And, and you just got to keep knocking them down. You got to keep knocking them down. And the exact one may not come back. So whatever you're overcoming, whatever thought form comes up, whatever energy you sense comes up, because the, the one thing about entering these states of advanced consciousness where you're leaving this plane and entering other planes, you're going to feel your energy so much more. That can also trigger certain emotions. You know, what one person feels might make them feel empowered and what another person feels might make them feel really overwhelmed. So I know um, I've done a lot of shamanic breath work. And that's something else I should have mentioned earlier when you're doing breath work. Um, I've done a lot of like the shamanic breath work and I would feel these overwhelming sensations in my body. Like to this day, I could feel like my body is just vibrating so fast and it's almost like you're on fire and not on fire like you're burning, more like on fire, like you're like a raging fire that's just flickering, just flickering at, at such a rate where it's no longer still. You can feel your energy and people get really afraid of this. The more you think about it in that way, 
the more intense it becomes. And this is what makes entering these states become a struggle for a lot of people. It's kind of like when, um, it's funny because I guess I wasn't the only one, but when you first smoke cannabis, you know, most of us are teenagers and you first start smoking it kind of unconsciously just to smoke it. And uh, people get a lot of paranoia. They get a lot of, um, they panic, um, especially social anxiety. They'll also feel physical manifestations within their body. You know, maybe they can't walk. They get stuck on the couch, right? So it's it's very similar in that sense. And until you, it's basically the medicine telling you what's going on. What happens if you, if you hear external thoughts in your mind? Like, you know, perhaps you're astral traveling and you begin to communicate with something else or something's trying to communicate with you. Well, it's completely up to you. You know, you can banish, you can rebuke whatever energy that you're experiencing by holding some authority and commanding it. And, you know, at that point, that would be more of an advanced initiation as well. Um, Because typically, I don't hear too many people come to me talking about that. What I typically hear is more so they feel like they were bullied. Um... They feel like they were taunted. I know when I was increasing my psychic abilities and right before I'd go to sleep, right when I was like reaching that state, I'm able to dream immediately as I go to sleep. So I would kind of be in that twilight state where you're just dozing off and I would hear external things going on. And what I believe I was hearing, it wasn't anything familiar. It wasn't anything specific, like hearing their mid conversation on something random. And Basically, what that was, was it was me accessing the morphic resonance. It's basically just telepathic interconnection between all living things and collective imprints or memories. That would happen to me a lot in the beginning. And at that time, I remember talking about it inside the School of Mysticism. This was at least two years ago. And... um. And I remember they were just like, oh, yeah, you're just being initiated. Like, you're still kind of a rookie. And I'm like, what? But this has been happening to me for years. And it's like, yeah, but you didn't do anything about it. So until you are able to flip it so that it's in your favor, then it can continue taunting you for a long time. So this whole aspect, uh, this whole notion of having to face your fears, this whole notion of having to be more authoritative and be more of a warrior is very real. Because if you want to play in these other dimensional planes, you better be ready to be a warrior. You better be a warrior. If not, you're going to get trampled time and time again. So the number one way you can do this is to have control over your mind as, as much as you can. And we all, we've all heard the saying, hold your light. Well, this is when it really matters. This is when it really matters because this instant manifestation in the in these astral realms is so powerful and it's it can be you doing it to yourself and you think it's something else as well so this is how you really begin to dissect really what's going on in your field and you're able to like for example using mudras i was in uh, you know going through a very intense journey experience just the other day what did i do when i 
when I felt external energy that was trying to come my way, I pulled up my mudra. I held my mudra. I projected the mudra out and you will feel, you will feel the effects of the mudra rippling out in these quantum states and it's literally shielding you. So using mudras is really helpful as well. I would definitely have at least a handful of different mudras that you're familiar with that you can use. Um, I can share one that's really good to calm the mind. It's to release anxiety, relieve anxiety. And so if you feel like you're getting nervous at any time, you can use mudras. And um, this one in particular is very powerful because usually what it is as well is you're going to immediately get a little anxious about what's coming up. Um, and that's normal. We want to protect ourselves. So it's a mechanism we have, but we have to learn how to make it work in our favor. And so if you feel a little anxious, if you're suspecting something's trying to bully you, immediately don't wait for it to do it. That's already your cue. You, in, you sensing something is already something telling you, yes, it's there. And so another skill you have to really master is listening to your intuition because it's so subtle initially. Until you're fully synced up, it's a very, very subtle thing and you always question it. But the answer comes to you so quickly that understand that's your answer. If you suspect it, that means it probably is in, during these states. So just have your protective mechanisms humming, oming, chanting, all of these things, extremely powerful, extremely powerful. This will automatically, the vibration that's coming out, it can completely shield you. It can protect you. It can block things out. It can enhance your own energy field. It will reveal more light. Um, it will move energy. So all of these practices you can practice this when you're in your altered states and you will see, you will finally understand what these practices are for because you're training with the big leagues here. You're training in the wild, wild west, in the quantum state where anything goes, you see? So it's nice to practice at home. It's, you know, and, and do your meditations. I'm, I'm all for daily energy training during the wakeful state, but to truly expand beyond the simulation and increase your abilities your supernatural abilities you have to have put in a lot of hours in these other dimensions in these astral realms and a lot of people you know if you are in the astral realm start building in there start creating in there what can you create in there what thought form can you hold on to long enough to build from and to create something that you could come back to when you're doing another training session in the astral realms. And so in this way, it's an infinite possibility that we can create here and we can train here and we can enhance our ability here. We can bring forth what we truly want in this physical experience in these states first and open that channel so that we can finally manifest and we can finally be reality creators the way we truly intend to be. A lot of us know that this reality is under serious attack. And so we have to do the training. We have to expand our consciousness. We have to keep 
confronting our fears, knocking them down, and building something from a sovereign state. So thank you so much for listening. And please like, share, and subscribe if you resonated with the video. Leave your comments below. I'd love to hear from you. Also, check out the links in my description. I just finished last week a five-day energy trading quest that's available to anyone who subscribes who enrolls to the monthly membership inside the School of Mysticism. So check us out there, and I will talk to you very soon.